Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown Podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3, Episode 14, Smashly, and Below Deck Down Under Season 1, Episode 13, 99 Problems and Thalassa Ain't One. But before we get into our recaps, we're doing a giveaway. If you send us a screenshot of your five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we will send you an Above Deck sticker, and you can put that on your water bottle or your notebook or something. And thank you in advance. Here's your 30-second recap for Sailing Yacht. Parsifal beats another sailboat in a race, and the crew prepares for a night out. Scarlet tries to balance her boat dance with Gary and her work relationship with Ashley and Daisy. After new guests arrive, Marcos is challenged with making a molecular gastronomy meal. Sarah, thoughts? That sailing race was super exciting. It was. And at one point, I thought, yep, that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they were like over 500 meters behind. I was like, oh, well, I guess the bigger boat, like, not happening. And I loved it because Glenn was sharing with the guests why they were so far behind. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, they might be interested in the physics of sailing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um (laughs) i i did see on instagram that um the like as a reward i guess if they won the race there must have been a bet that all the boys would come out in their underwear and why was that cut out of the episode i know hello bravo why did we not get that but we did post something to our stories um yeah i have no idea why that did not make the cut i mean even colin and his skivvies (laughs) And Marcos with his apron on. I love that. Yeah, that was hot. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the guests depart after the race and Gary tries to have that conversation with Ashley to sort out their state of their relationship or lack thereof does not go well. It doesn't. And she was on the defensive right out of the gate. It was, I mean, I didn't expect anything different from her because she was trying to play it cool. Like there's nothing, we're fine. You're nothing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like trying to convince herself of that. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it wasn't a good conversation. They didn't really either side, like they didn't get any good points across really. No. So it just was a recipe for disaster. So at dinner that night, Scarlett gets really upset because of the whole Ashley, Gary, Gary, Daisy situation. And it's just made everything super tense. And Daisy says, don't blame me when it bites you in the arse. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that little like I don't want to say it was a cat fight but it kind of was like they were just like one after another just rapid fire at each other and Colin was down at the other end of the boat or Colin was down at the other (laughs) end of the table boat table whatever yeah um and Barnaby was sitting there in the middle of it and you could just tell he was there for it all yeah Barnaby he loves drama almost as much as Colin (laughs) too fun did you love that moment when barnaby walked over to daisy with her purse around his neck (laughs) and all her stuff (laughs) yeah that was so funny fantastic i really do like him he's he's growing on me so much he's just too fun he's hilarious in the vans on the way back to the boat (laughs) kelsey farts and about kills everybody in that van She's like, it was me. And did you hear what Marco said? He said, you have a dead person inside of you. (laughs) That is quite possibly the best line ever of like the entire season. And she's like, it's not that bad. Like, it's fine. They're like, roll the windows down. (laughs) Get some air in here. And then starting in the van and then also back on the boat, there is a lot of kissing in this episode. Oh my gosh. So it's starting with Daisy yeah, who started and it? Barnaby. Daisy? Yes. And then they get out of the vans and it's Barnaby and Gary. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. No, did not. And then Daisy and Scarlett have a little moment like in the yeah. cabin. <laughs> And then Gary of Scarlet. And I was thinking, what is in the water on this boat? It is called tequila. It's called tequila. It's called Gary. And it's called young, beautiful people and their pheromones. (laughs) All I have to say is like this entire part of the episode was hot mess express. It was. It was really, it was really funny. And then sloppy. I loved when Gary kind of invited Scarlett to uh, drop anchor and she said, I'm good. <laughs> I was so excited about that. I was like, she yeah. turned him down. You go, girl. That's right. That's right. So the next day, there's a bad storm coming. And so the boat moves north to a more protected area. And then the guests board by tender. Yes. I love their reaction when he, when Gary pulled up with the, uh, with the they're tender. like, they're, they're like, little small <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the new guests are lane and amanda who are recently engaged and their preference sheet says they've eaten in like 30 michelin star restaurants i haven't even been to one not so, that i i'm gonna say i haven't 
I'm pretty sure I would know if I have. <laughs> right. Uh, and they said that they're into molecular gastronomy. Now, I don't really know what that is, except Marcos did explain it. But also, have you seen that movie, the, is it the 50-foot journey, the 100-foot journey? Yes, yes. I feel like when the guy goes to Paris or London or wherever he goes to, like, train with chefs, yeah. he's doing all the, like, sciencey stuff. I feel like that was probably molecular. Yeah, and they use, like, um, foam, and they'll use different, I don't want to say chemicals, but different compounds and stuff to to give it different textures and be, you know, like he said, it would be a red pepper, but it would look like dark chocolate, you know, and and, so you think it's dark chocolate, and you take a bite of it, and it's all the flavors of a red pepper, so. It um, sounds fun, like a fun experience. I think, though, that was like the tipping point for marcos he's not getting enough sleep no colin is worried that he's burning himself out yeah (sighs) yeah i'm worried too yeah i'm worried we need you marcos one of my favorite quotes on this episode and i don't know when it was but daisy said the young deckhands have a thing for me that's their problem not mine (laughs) (laughs) i think it was when she was in the engineering room with colin and they're both like bloodshot eyes hung over like I could smell <laughs> yeah. the hangover <laughs> while I was watching the show <laughs> yes they, these kids they're gonna have to wring out their kidneys at the end of this season <laughs> Oof. so this new group they're all Canadian and so is Glenn everybody knows that Canadians are nice they are so. pretty nice and they order Aperol spritzes have you ever had one of those uh I haven't but I think it's with Campari, which is like an after dinner drink, and that's real popular in Italy and like yeah. Mediterranean areas. It's and or champagne. apple is like some kind of orange thing, something yes. orange. I don't know, but Gary, do you know who Gary Gennetti is? Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't. Uh, well, he's a good follow for sure. He was okay. one of the writers on Will and Grace, and he has a hilarious Instagram. Um, but he is always trying them different places that they travel. And he's like, yep, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) He wants them to be good because everybody drinks them, but they're terrible. He's like, they're sweet and disgusting. It's interesting because it has a really weird smell to it. When I used to bartend, um, because I was too poor to enjoy any of the cocktails, when I got to open a new bottle, I would smell it Uh (laughs) so I could know what it smelled like. Right. Um, if I remember right, it was kind of like numbing. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting that confused with Origel. Because it's kind of the same color. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kelly. Origel. <laughs> okay. Well, we might have, when we do our Instagram live where we're going to make our transfusions, maybe we'll have to make an Aperol spritz and find out what the heck that is. And we need to add a espresso martini because they were ordered again. So yes. Three drinks we need to make. Yeah, I like how, I think it was Scarlett that ordered one. She's like, they're like, what are you going to have? She's like, "Mm, I was thinking an espresso martini. I'm like, oh, really? Of course you are. (laughs) Of course. And so Marcos is getting dinner prep going. And then he gets some sad news from home about a friend's parent. And so that's, it's kind of a little bit of a cliffhanger. Like, is he going to be able to do this dinner? Pull this off. We're keeping our fingers crossed for you, Marcos. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. BetterHelp has over 20,000 therapists with a broad range of expertise. Just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and you'll be matched to a therapist in under 48 hours. From there, you schedule your video and phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. There's a special offer for Above Deck listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash above deck. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash above deck. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. We're back. Here's your 30-second recap for Down Under. Benny gets a verbal warning from Captain Dreamboat, but gets to stay. Jamie is triggered by the girl's use of the B word, and Ryan is asked to step up his game with edible flowers. Culver and Bertini share an awkward moment, and we say goodbye to Magda. Kelly, what did you think about this? This episode was packed. Packed full of stuff. Yeah. So they ended the last episode with Captain Dreamboat and Benny having a conversation in the galley or the saloon area. Mm -hmm. And then they come straight to that um, at the start of this episode. And he, Captain Dreamboat says, we want you to stay. Um, I did some investigating basically. And we Mm -hmm. want you to stay. I want, but this is a verbal warning. Fair enough. Yeah. So he's got to get along with Jamie or he's out. And I really feel that Bertini and Culver kind of saved him because yeah. they told Jason they want Benny as part of the deck team. I 100% agree with that. That was, I thought that was pretty um, stand up for them. That was really awesome. Yeah. But Jamie is not happy. Like nope. he wants him gone. Captain Dreamboat asks Ryan to really step it up with his presentation. He wants yeah. garnishes. He wants edible flowers. And Ryan is like, not happy about this man ryan was a brat this episode he was but he tried to like just he's like okay (laughs) yeah he's trying not to get fired so the crew has a night out jamie is super triggered by the b word and he's really angry with brittini who originally said it and the girls are kind of egging him on i don't know what to think about that you know i feel like there's more to that story yeah like Uh, and i I think the fact that he was in a really bad mood too, because the captain didn't have his back on wanting to get rid of Benny. Um, yeah. So it was just like amplified. And then the girls like wouldn't let it go. So, I mean, yeah. But I and feel like there's more to it because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it's like, he's bringing his baggage about something else. Yeah. Kind of into the situation, but Benny is glad to have Jamie focused on hating somebody else. <laughs> he's like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> and then. I don't know whether to say this or not, but I just want to say that, Jamie, you're a friend of the pod and we love you. Yes. But I feel like you're that you'd be that kind of boyfriend that you'd have to kind of walk on eggshells around and be careful what you say. Yeah. Like you'd have to do a temperature check. Yeah. Almost every time we like I would see you. I'd have to be like, so how was your day? 
Yeah. But <laughs> the conversation. Get, yeah. I get it. Like you were a police officer. You've seen some stuff. You've had some bad things happen. And yeah. you're like, just like everybody, they bring all that baggage to the boat. And then that's when sure. you have conflict between people. So I see everybody's side. For so sure. one of my favorite moments was Culver and Bertini are talking at the bar. And there's an awkward moment where he leans in to tell her something and she <laughs> leans in for a kiss. But that's not what he was doing. He was just leaning in to talk to her. She, you oh know, I thought it was the sweetest little moment, though. I mean, it it's was just, so sweet. It's just so sweet and innocent. I mean, yeah, yeah she goes, I'm it. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, Culver said that he would bring women that he was seeing to the Bradbury compound, which I believe is his family name. Yes. And so the women just get hooked. He's like, just like hook, line, and sinker. And they fall in love with his family, which I mean, if they're a little bit like Culver, how can you not? I know. I was like one ticket to the Bradbury compound. Like <laughs> I want to go. They, it looks beautiful. They seem super fun. They're all yeah. probably wearing mullets. <laughs> Um, but this comment also reminded me of, I can relate everything to a sex in the city episode, but the episode where Carrie dates the guy that she doesn't really like him that much, but he has a really charismatic family. And she says, they're the Tom Cruise of families. (laughs) (laughs) I think Culver has a Tom Cruise family probably. I think so. So Magda continues to be super annoying about her boyfriend. It's all consuming. She's venting to Toomey about the situation. Toomey doesn't want to hear it. She's keeping Aisha up again late at night with these phone calls. And she's not getting her work done. I'm kind of over that. Yeah. So the next day, Magda cannot find her phone, even though she, like, went to bed with it. And she starts crying. Is it bad that I started laughing? It was a little nuts. And (laughs) I just want to say, I want to talk to Magda. I want to tell you this. I have a book recommendation for you, Magda. It's called How to Break Up with Your Phone, The 30-Day Plan to Take Back Your Life. Okay. And I also want to say that I have it and I still haven't read it and I need it too. (laughs) Is it a physical book or is it? Yeah, it's a physical book. It's very thin, but you know, I have too much stuff going on on Instagram. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to read it. But she needs it, you know, maybe more than we do. Yeah. It's too much. Like, I knew as soon as her friend, Paulina, said that she was going out to dinner with her boyfriend, that Magda was done. Like, she, her brain yeah. was done. Like, her brain was 100% focused on what they were doing and not yeah. what was going on on the boat. And I feel for her, like, I think we've all been in an unhealthy yep. relationship in our teens or 20s, hopefully yep. not any later than that, where we are kind of obsessed and kind of act a little crazy. Yeah. So I, I feel for her. I've been there. Yeah. So Jamie goes to Captain Dreamboat and he says the girls have been calling in the B word. And oh my then gosh. Uh, that was so strange. And then was weird. Jason has a word with Bertini and then Asia. And then I loved that conversation where Aisha and Bertini were talking. They're like, yeah, he came and talked to me too. And then Bertini's like, well, now you really are being a bee. (laughs) (laughs) And they have a good laugh about that. (laughs) The next guests arrive. Um, It's British friends, one American for a one night charter. And they keep spilling those lychee martinis everywhere. And I was thinking martini glasses are not good at holding liquid on land. (laughs) 
Right. Let alone on a moving boat. Like, no. can we just get rid of the martini glass? <laughs> so, so this group, they're only on for a day. Do you think that's all they could afford? Yeah, like, that's probably what you and I would do with eight other people. Well, and I said, <laughs> do you think we could afford about an hour? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So dinner is Mexican food, which we know Ryan likes uh, tacos and a chocolate fountain. I was Um, kind of excited about this. I mean, you could do a lot of really cool, fun things with a chocolate fountain. Yeah, but the guests don't really like the food. They're like some of it's bland. Some of it's too spicy. And that fountain looked so pitiful. It was so much smaller than I thought it was going to be. So, Sarah, how can something be bland and too spicy? Oh, I think it was like two different things. Oh, that makes sense. So it was like, this sense. is too bland. This is too spicy. <laughs> like, is Ryan not tasting the food? I no, don't. I don't think he is. Yeah. And then that display for the chocolate fountain, <laughs> like yeah. the chocolate fountain that you can get for like $19.99 at Target. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was like, oh, it was so weak. Like yeah. so weak. I feel like my nephew could, like eight-year-old nephew could do something better. Yeah. And then Ryan not like oh. figuring out how it was going to be plugged in or like telling anybody. Ugh. Anyway. Right. So the next day, Jason takes the guest snorkeling. And then afterwards, they have this very unimpressive high tea. And these are British people, mind you. Right. So they know about high tea. And those sandwiches were just like sitting on a plate. No garnish, no edible flowers. And they were like ham and cheese on wheat. Yeah, I mean, at least he cut up, cut off the crust, but like no garnish, nothing. And the guests, as they depart, they're not entirely satisfied, mainly because of the food. And then charter guest Matt, you could not understand anything he said. <laughs> and they would put those subtitles on. There was just like gibberish. <laughs> I don't know if he was from some part of England where they just have a really thick accent or maybe he was like Welsh or something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't know. That was so funny. I, I guess his friends can understand him. <laughs> so Asia decides that she would like to bring in someone more experienced than Magda and Jason fires Magda. At first she seemed surprised, but she did leave gracefully. She did. And you know what her in her this is what I could see the thought bubbles coming out of her head. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go home and I'm gonna beat the crap out of Paulina. (laughs) (laughs) She's coming straight for you, Paulina. I'm coming home. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sparks are flying. So Jason has a chef and other crew on standby just in case. And the episode ends with him going to have a talk with Ryan. Oh my gosh. Can I say that I am so excited about next week's episode? I know. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. So exciting. We are supported by Waterlust. Waterlust is an apparel company that visually represents various marine and freshwater science conservation efforts. With unique prints inspired by marine species, 10% of their profits go towards marine science research and education. Made with the environment in mind from soft, quick-dry fabric, their clothes are chlorine, saltwater, and sunscreen resistant with UPF 50-plus sun protection. From whale sharks to sea turtles, you will love their fun patterns on leggings, board shorts, and more. 
They also have inclusive sizing so everyone can look cute in the water or at the beach. Kelly, I'm personally going to get the whale shark warrior sunsuit, and I plan to wear it under my wetsuit when I go diving next time. Go to waterlust.com slash above deck. That's waterlust, W-A-T-E-R-L-U-S-T dot com slash above deck. We are supported by Tobik Travel Bags. Tobik was born from the need to simplify and organize travel goods with a range of products built to withstand whatever you and your family can throw at or in them. Tobik makes it easier for you to be on the move. Keep your adventures organized with their unique duffel bags made from recycled plastic. Their duffels have loads of compartments and stowaway straps and are designed to meet most airlines' carry-on requirements. For 15% off your order, go to tobictravel.com and use code ABOVEDECK. That's T-O-B-I-Q travel.com and use code ABOVEDECK. It's time for Hot Tub Combo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite Below Deck cast members. So, Kelly, have you seen on Instagram that Jamie's been making these cooking videos? Yes. Well, I, mean, Appar- I haven't really been paying attention to what he's making, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening to his accent. Right, right. Know. Like, that looks good. Yeah, he has a whole, like, story highlight. So, apparently, he's been cooking a long time. So, it goes back, like, years. Oh, wow. Um, So, definitely go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Plans for tonight. speaking of Jamie, he (laughs) has a special message for you, Kelly. I can't wait. Hey, Kelly and Sarah, how are you? Just uh, listen to your podcast, your latest one anyway. Just thought I'd send you a little voice note and say, yes, Kelly, I will definitely take that hug, please, especially after the last two episodes of 11, I uh, know, episode 12 and 13. So, yep, definitely uh, need as many hugs as I can get because there's a lot of hate out there right now. Anyway, have a good night. Okay, oh can I tell you that, like, I am turning into like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> I'm so pink right now. <laughs> I died. Like I saw that he sent me a long message and I was like, what is this? <laughs> I played it and I was like, oh my God, Kelly goes to bed early. She will not be awake, but I am gonna send this to her right now. It was, that was fantastic so to hear. Oh yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. And then another thing on Instagram this week, Culver has been kind of palling around Australia with somebody. And he set his phone on top of the car and then drove away. All right. And so he lost his phone. And then a while later, somebody called his friend, I guess, like from his phone and was like, hey, we found this phone in a pothole. (laughs) Is it yours? (laughs) And so they go back and meet this girl and Culver gets out of the car and she's like, Culver from below deck. And so it was like, it was a below deck fan. So that was really cute. I thought that oh, was that's funny. Awesome. So we got his phone back and it was okay. Okay. Oh. We have a question from a listener. Marie asked, okay, I need to know how they are draining the hot tub. Where does the water go? Oh, that's such a good question. It is. We're always seeing Benny like, you know, with that 
suction <laughs> thing. I don't know what that is. So, Marie, you're in for a treat because Benny, the hot tub drainer himself, has an answer for you. Hi, ladies. How are you? I'm still here. Still kicking on. Captain Daddy Jason Chambers saved my life. Um, we don't ever drain the hot tub water. We just... Um, no, we do. We drain it. Uh, we just open a tap, um, a drain tap, and it will uh, basically just suck everything out and throw it out the side of the boat, down the bottom. Um, the same pipe that all the water goes to when it's raining and, and drains off the teak and whatnot. Um, and then we close that, uh, that um, tube off and then we refill it with fresh water. There you go. How cool is that? I know. Benny. I thought that they had to suction like all of it out with that thing, that handheld (laughs) thing. But I bet that's just to get the last little bits, you know? Yeah. And then kind of like push it into the hole. So good question, Marie. And thank you, Benny, for that. It's time for our segment, Join Me in the Wheelhouse, where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Kelly, who would you vote for this week? Ryan gets a seat back. Definitely Ryan. <laughs> okay. He was just being pouty. Yeah. So, Ryan, right, get your Ryan. butt up to the wheelhouse. Could be your last time there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend and rate and review us five stars only please follow us on instagram at above deck pod you can email or leave us a voice memo at above deck pod at gmail.com until next week i'm kelly busby and i'm sarah goldman thanks for joining us to wake up to that audio this morning <laughs> at 6 30 i'm like i Uh, what (laughs) I know I messaged him back and I'm like Kelly is going to die said she's asleep right now but when she wakes up she's gonna be very happy